Because if you shoot a bullet, someone dies. When you drop a bomb, many die. If you hit a woman, love dies. But if you say the F word, nothing actually happens. So here it comes, especially for you, the F word. First, though, this uh, very fine piece of music. You can't do this. Why not? It's just a word. Charming thought, but here's the simple situation. The authorities already dislike us. If you do this, they will hate us, and by hook or by crook, they'll find a way to close us yeah, down. Yeah, they can't close us down. We're pirates. That's why we're sitting out here in the middle of the friggin' ocean. Believe me, they will find a way. Governments loathe people being free. Uh, come on, Dave. Okay. Good afternoon, everybody. Hey, everyone. This is definitely not a cast we want to do. This is going to be a little mini-sode, and we don't want to do this one. Um, no. We have to, though. Um, in case you don't know, and uh, it's on the cover of People this week, so you probably do, mm-hmm. uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman passed away... Uh, February 2nd, yeah. February 2nd at age 46, and uh, we just kind of wanted to give some thoughts, uh, pay homage, um let me say right now, we're not going to discuss his manner of death. Um, there no. are some people that are tactically using it as a chance to make a statement. We don't want to do that. No, no. We want to remember the man as he was, his acting career, his legacy. Ultimately, what will be remembered? Because very few actors today had a body of work like he did. He's been in so many things. Just It's incredible just looking down his uh, IMDb page and going, yeah, he was in that, wasn't he? Yeah, the guy is crazy prolific. All but one of Paul Thomas Anderson's movies he was in. Was it There Will Be... He was not in There Will Be Blood, you are correct. I didn't think so, yes. Not coincidentally, I consider that his weakest film, so go figure. What's funny is, uh, I remember when Family Guy once referred to him as uh, that kid from Boogie Nights. Yep. (laughs) Before he was Philip Seymour Hoffman. And honestly, that was the movie that I first saw him in and it would have been big lebowski for me that i first noticed him anyway yeah in uh in the case of uh boogie nights he was so convincing in that film that i really thought he was gay (laughs) yeah because he wasn't cartoonish he wasn't over the top uh he played a rather tragic side figure who was in love with mark Wahlberg's character in the film and the movie really sympathized with him, and it was a great performance. But no, ironically, Hoffman was just as good at playing parts like that as he was at playing characters who were over-the-top, grotesque, sleazy womanizers. Hoffman was the rarity, the guy who could do anything. Uh, I think his breakout, the one where like, absolutely everybody started noticing him, was uh, Capote. Yeah, that was what won him his Oscar. Yes, well-deserved. Here's the thing. That's a hard part to play because you're playing essentially a caricature. Right. Uh, Truman Capote turned himself into a caricature. Yeah. And so that, you know, usually biopics automatically have that problem of you turn the character into a caricature because mm-hmm. it is a famous person. But then you're dealing with a man who had already done it. So to have to dig that hard to find the human level. Yeah. There's a scene in the movie where he's reading from In Cold Blood. By the way, that's a an amazing book. If you haven't read it, I it's required reading in some literary classes as it should be. Um, hmm. And he's reading from it, and you see just how cold and chilling the passages are. Mm-hmm. And he conveys the brilliance of the writing. 
It's 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 a great performance. I don't think it's his best though. Uh, uh, what what do you think is his best? It's a performance that honestly I think people kind of forget about, and that's doubt. I have not seen that one. Okay. That is a case where when I read the play and I saw that Hoffman was cast, I worried that he was going to tip it too far. Because as it's written, the whole theme of the story is ambiguity and uncertainty. And Hoffman's character in it, you're supposed to not be sure. And I was afraid that because Hoffman has such a history of playing morally ambiguous characters, Mm -hmm. that he was going to make it a little too that you would believe that this character had actually done when he was being accused of. Hoffman swung it in the exact opposite direction. He makes you feel like maybe the character didn't. I didn't. I felt it was more ambiguous in his performance. And that's a great film that I think gets overlooked, period. Um, it's a brilliant adaptation of a stage play. But, I mean, those, that's the performance that for me, I just, when I think of how great the man could be, it's that performance where he spends most of his time going toe-to-toe with Meryl Streep. Yeah. And actually acts her off the screen, to be honest. I love Street, but she kind of is a little histrionic in the film. Great film, though, and I, and I do highly recommend it. I think my favorite thing I've seen him in is Pirate Radio. See, I haven't seen that, which is a shame because I love Richard Curtis. Oh, he's so good at it. Um, it's it's a really funny film. It's a really touching film. Well, it's Richard Curtis. I expect both. Yeah, and Philip Seymour Hoffman is great. I think it's been a while since I've seen it. It's been like two Christmases, but I think he's basically the main character in it. He's the head DJ on the ship. But yeah, it's, it's really funny. I, I highly recommend. About a month before he died, I raided Blockbuster, and I got The Master, because I hadn't seen it yet. I admit I haven't seen it either. I know you have seen it, I haven't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just watched it a couple days ago. My god, the movie is not as intense as some of other, of you know, Paul Thomas Anderson's films, but he does a great job in it. He is intense. Yeah, I've heard that the film has its problems. Um, yeah. Anderson has kind of lost his way a little bit, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. Which I hate to say, but um, that's a subject for another cast. But Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad, yeah, I've heard that he's brilliant in it. He is, he is. He is the best part of the film. And of course, you know, if we're talking about Anderson, we got to talk about uh, one of the few comic turns that he did for Anderson, which is uh, in Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love, yeah. Who did he play in Punch Drunk Love? It's been a he, while also. He plays the uh, head of the phone sex operation that entraps Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. That's right. The uh, so-and-so mattress company. Yeah. And <laughs> he has a, a scene in that film where he's on the phone with Sandler, and he is just being the worst human being in the world. Yeah. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Note, I know a number of people who really hate that movie. Opinions are not wrong. You're wrong. <laughs> if you ever want to point to a film where you can where you can say Adam Sandler can indeed act, that's the film. He can. He just chooses not to more often than not. Um, yeah. But Hoffman, you know, we talk about how Hoffman, you know, all these films where yeah, it was they're they're films where it's known that he's in. It's interesting how many films like he shows up in that you're like, wow, I forget he was in that. Right. Um, Scent of a Woman was one of his very early parts. Really? He's in that. He's in that with uh, Chris O'Donnell. He's in a lot of his, he's in a few of his scenes early on. Wow, Moneyball. He's a, he plays kind of a backseat character in that. Yeah, it's it's more a cameo as a favor to the uh, director who did Capote. Yeah. yeah, but he's in that. I mean, he plays like the coach of the team. 
Yeah. But he's such a backseat character that he doesn't appear very much. No, he's he's a small part in it. Yeah. Um, he's in Along Came Polly, which... Yeah. It's a question of do we want to remember that part or not, but... Eh. It, Isn't he the bad guy in Mission Impossible 3? He is the bad guy in Mission Impossible 3. I haven't seen that. I will have to. I've heard that's good. I've heard that's very good. Yeah, same. My response is, I haven't seen any of the other films, so... Yeah, I've seen the first one. It's uh, funny. I've actually heard that the third and fourth are pretty good. Yeah. Well, the fourth is Brad Bird. Yeah. So, I mean... But I've avoided that out of honor to Bird. Well, I mean, I heard he directs the heck out of it. Yeah, but I, I'm going to choose to think of Tomorrowland as Brad Bird's directorial debut in live action. That's just me. Oh, yeah, that's true. He he did do that. But, um, you know, with, with, with yeah, Hoffman, he was in... Patch Adams, which... Yeah. Greg Sestero in his book talks about uh, talking to Philip Seymour Hoffman on the set of Patch Adams, not knowing that he was a major part of the film, thinking that he was another extra. Yeah. And they'd be like, yeah, don't don't talk to the talent. Huh. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. The last thing that I saw him in was uh, The Hunger Games, Catching Fire. Yeah. yeah which is a movie that I... This is not the place to go into my thoughts on that movie, but um, let's just say that him being in it is kind of an indi indication of the quality of the film. Right. Uh, he he is not out of place in that film, and he has a, a wonderful scene with uh, Jennifer Lawrence in that film. That yeah, the party. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 very much is. I mean, it's an acting duet between two amazing actors, and ah, oh, that's. It is. Uh, just it's a it's a good film. The characters are just straight up with each other, and it's it's a great moment. It is, and he did shoot shoot most of his scenes mm -hmm. uh, for the next movie. So good, so they can so they can basically kind of shoot around him. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's. Look, it's it's a good film. It's it's uh, you know he he's done some he, he had a lot of work left. He, I know that he had several films that were finished. Yeah. The the man was a workaholic, so he left a lot of films still to be released. Yeah, so we get we get to see more of him in the coming couple of years. But it's that... it's just that we had thirty years worth of work that we just lost. Yeah. It's it just it's rough. Yeah. The world has lost a great. The world has lost a great. You know, I, I want to know, we do not do these casts every time an actor dies. And we no. will not do these casts every time an actor dies. No. We did this one because we absolutely had to. We love the guy. He, he's, he's an acting inspiration. The, the man was one of my favorite actors, and it <laughs> just... This just sucks. I remember I was on break at work when you sent me the text that said Philip Seymour Hoffman has died. Yeah. I could not. I didn't know how to process it. I, I didn't just, either. <laughs> I didn't either. But that is uh, so again. Yeah. I just feel like I tip my hat. Mm -hmm. We lost a great one. Rest in peace, sir. You will be missed.